wild weekend of football. Good Monday morning, everybody. Hope y'all had fantastic weekends. Thanks for starting your week with us here on Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale. That is Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Skip, I've been worried about you all night. Bang the table. How about them cowboys? Bang the table. No, bang the table. It was all I could do to drag myself out of bed today, to drag myself all the way in here to face you. You live two minutes away. This is your day. This is your time. I welcome your abuse. Pile on. Ridicule me. It is open season on me and my Cowboys because I got docked. You told me they were unjinxable. You say this team is unjinxable. This two years in a row you've done this. You got me. You got me. I got nothing. I got nothing. Now, hold on. On a scale of one to ten, how much do you trust that? <laughs> Come on, Jay. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jay. A minus million. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm going to change. Minus million. <laughs> we were calling in the welfare check yeah. last night. Yeah. Oh, I need Skip. One. I'm sorry. Ooh, for the second straight year, guys, mm. 49ers mm. bounce Skip's Cowboys to the playoffs. This time, a 19-12 final score. Dak threw one, two interceptions in the first half and finished with just over 200 passing yards, one touchdown. The Cowboys' last play with Ezekiel Elliott snapping the ball to Dak got shut down. Gavante Turpin immediately tackled after hauling in the short pass. Shannon, I know you could go a lot of directions here. What's the biggest reason the Cowboys lost last night? I mean, I could start with that last play, but you I won't. That, that was some bull job. You I don't you know could. who thought of that, I but they know. didn't get rid of that play skill. Uh, I, I don't know. I think the biggest reason they lost is the inconsistency of Dak Prescott and therefore the inconsistency of the offense. We know this. We have empirical data, Skip. When the Cowboys run the football more than they throw it, the chances of them winning greatly increases. But they they threw the ball 15 more times than which they ran it yesterday. And that is a recipe for success. That is a recipe for you getting bounced. And I told you, Skip, we have a seven-year body of work, a body that's a large sample size of what Dak Prescott is. He is inconsistent. Everybody wants well, to just dis- put it mildly. I'm putting it mildly. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to. You're I'm being not, nice. I'm not going to be hard yeah. yet. Okay. Okay. We saw seven straight games. The man throw a pick. Three of those games, he threw a pick six. So we're going to disregard that seven, that two-month stretch. It says, well, against the pay, uh, Tampa Bay, that's who he is. So we disregard two months to focus on one game in which he played exceptional against a very bad football team. And then when he comes out and stinks it up again against the 49ers, they say, well, what happened, Dak? The same thing that's been happening for seven years. Mm -hmm. How much do you need to see before you realize that Dak Prescott is inconsistency? Skip, I I think the thing is that they want the Cowboys to win so bad, but it's hard to overcome inconsistent play. And then once once Tony Pollard went down – I know y'all didn't have no explosive explosive plays coming out of the run game. And now you can just focus on CD. Skip, I told you, y'all was going to miss Amari. Remember, how many passes did Michael Gallup catch yesterday? Zero. How many passes did Michael? Mike, he he, uh, he should have had one, but I'll get to that. Go ahead. Yeah, your boy, oh, yes. your boy threw that way Thank behind you. him. He was Thank open. You. Thank Noah you. Noah Brown had, I think Noah Brown had two. And then T.Y. Hilton had one. One. I told you. I said, you're going to miss Amari. No, we're not going to miss Amari. I feel good going forward. Going forward, where are you going home? Okay, but you got to give me this. CD was pretty, See, pretty good yesterday. But you needed he, somebody. He played pretty big. He played unbelievable. Yes. But you needed somebody to offset mm-hmm. him because Dak started focusing in on him, and then what? that's why he got that pick. 
Ward jumped him, know that, you know what, if nothing, he going to come back to CD. He jumps it, pops it up, and now you took points off the board, Skip. The touchdown, the, the first interception, you gave him a short field, they kick a field goal. Yeah. The second interception, you took points off the board. I'm assuming that Marl was going to make that kick. You took points off your board, they get a long drive, they get points at the end. So now you cost yourself, That's a, at bare minimum, that's a six-point swing. Yep. And that's why you lost the game, Skip. Dak needed to play mistake-free football. Jerry Jones got on his radio show. It was quoted, turnovers is not Dak's DNA. Well, guess what? I call, uh, 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 who's that? Maury Povich? Mm -hmm. And Dak, you are the father of those turnovers. Really? Yeah, yeah, you are the father of those two mm -hmm. interceptions yeah. and those seven straight games with at least one interception in three of those games. And you those 15 it. interceptions <laughs> that led the league this year. And, and only... 12 games. Go ahead. And he's come. He's yeah. led the league in fumbles lost, yeah. and he's come in second in fumbles lost. Yeah. So turnovers is in his DNA, no, contrary no. to what people want to believe. Yeah. And so that's 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 what happened, Skip. And if you look at Dak Prescott, he was 12th in QBR, tied for 17th in big-time throws. He was 21st in um, pro football-focused offensive grades and 11th in next-gen stats completion over the expectations. Mm -hmm. So basically, Skip, he's a middle-of-the-pack quarterback. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you're playing 40 million. I don't care if he plays for the Cowboys. He is what he is, mm. and he is a very average quarterback, and you have lofty expectations, and with expectation, and because you had such, and a lot of people had such high expectations, that's why it hurt so much. Nobody is, 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 is upset that the Raiders and nobody's carrying on like this one bad, but you had such high expectations. This is a Super Bowl team, but you're inconsistent. Mm. So, it's my time to gloat. I don't want to gloat too bad because I know it's tough on you. It's rough on you because you put a lot in this one. This one felt different. I mean, your attitude, the way you was coming out here week after week, this one felt different, Skip. It's not like the ones past your rookie year and a couple of years later and even last year. This one felt different to you. I can tell. <sighs> Unfortunately, it is now my turn. This was different to me. I didn't see this one coming. And it ripped my cowboy-loving heart out, and it crushed my cowboy-loving soul. I should have listened to you all year very long, but I just can't help myself when it comes to this team. You cannot. This isn't America's team for me. This is America's tease <laughs> led by Captain Tease. Rain Dakota Prescott, and we should respell his first name R A I N because he rains on my parade again and again and again. In the biggest of moments. And I told you Friday, my first 34 years as a Cowboy fan, they played in 49 playoff games, which was 18 more than any other team over those <laughs> those 34 years. Yes. Eight Super Bowls and five Lombardies. And I can go on and on and on. I was spoiled rotten. And I keep reaching back to the glorious past. And I, I stick my hand in there and it gets bitten off. Every time I reach back for it, it gets bitten off. Stop it off. It has now been 28 years mm. since we even got to an NFC championship year, uh, a game. Games. That's 28 years and counting because I, I don't see us getting there next year. We're going to talk about that in a few minutes. In those last 27 years, we are now 5-12 and 12 in the postseason. That is the worst playoff winning percentage of any team in the whole NFL, and it only got worse yesterday. I did want this game worse than any I've ever wanted in my cowboy-loving life because I told you all year, 
they kept flashing their firepower. But then I should have listened to you because what happened at the end, they took their foot off the gas and all of a sudden Tennessee happened and then Washington happened, that debacle that ended the year. And it's just they were screaming at you. No, 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 no. And I said, yes. And then they go to Tampa and they take advantage of a defense that was average at best all year, and it can't rush the passer. No. And Dak stood back there and threw the biggest party in a place that he loves to play because the last time he played down there, he threw for 403 yards. So in that game at Brady against the GOAT, he had a QBR of 97 just last Monday night. That's on a scale of 0 to 100. 97 QBR turned in yesterday to – 37. What's that? What was it, 37? Lower than that? Terrible. No, it was like a 52, but I thought it it was overgraded. Yeah. But mine – for me, personally, the 97 turned into my all-time favorite one-hit wonder from the 60s called 96 Tears. So it went from (laughs) 97 QBR to 96 Tears, a song by Question Mark and the Mysterians. That's who my team is. It's Question Mark and the Mysterians because the Question Mark is Rain Dakota Prescott. Ain't no question mark, Skip. You got seven-year sample size. Just when I thought he had turned the corner, he took me right down a dead-end street. Am I right? He took you down memory lane. Okay, memory. Well, it wasn't memory. And yet, I told you before the year, I should have listened to myself. I said, my team, this team, will go as far as Micah and the Marauders take this team. Did I not tell you, you that? that? And the truth was, it took them pretty far yesterday because my defense gave us a chance yesterday. Yeah. Were we not kept in the game by my defense? You were, but what did I tell you, Skip? Even an outstanding defense can't overcome bad quarterback it, it play. It cannot. So I predicted that we would hold them to 20 points, and guess what? We held them to 19. Yes. Shouldn't that be good enough to win a game? Yes. A playoff game on the road yes. against the vaunted 49ers yes. with the last pick in the draft right. playing quarterback? You, come on. I thought we could score 30 against them, silly me. And we got a grand total of 12. Yeah, I know you were getting 30. We got 12. We got 12. I, I, I reached back into the past for 30 to 20, which was the breakthrough score of the yeah. 1992 right. NFC Championship game yes. that, that vaulted us into the Super Bowl and over the Buffalo Bills. Okay, so we had so many opportunities. We had so many failures to launch, and it it was just so typically extremely Cowboys. And here we go. Let's just let let me count the ways that that I got dacked yesterday. Okay, it it starts off, and I I just this this one shocked me. Of all the turnovers the whole day, this is third and nine at our 21-yard line. And I have no idea what he's doing. He throws it to Lenore. Lenore ran the route for him. And I'm like. But you can't be late on that. Well, it's, it's not. It's just such a bad idea. Yeah. It's just a bad idea. You can't do this. Deep in your territory on third and nine. Thank you very much. You give him a short field. And what happened to my, my defense? Rose and Schoen and said, no, we will take you off the hook. We will minimize the damage. And they held him to three points. And I thought, okay, right. I'll take that. And yet, here we go again. Now we get to the turning point of the game. If you want to know the truth, this is 136 left in the half. And here's the Tony Pollard play. And it was like the Mahomes play, except it was worse. Because his leg got broken by this. We see this all the time, but... I, that's how I, I, I ended up doing my hand, ankle sprain, kind of like that. The guy drops all his all, weight down. All, right on your ankle. And yet his fibula cracked. So, yeah. so now he's a free agent. God bless him. No, I, I, I think Jared yeah. do right by him. 
I think Jerry do right by him, Skip. Because you get what you gonna do if you let him go. What you gonna do with Zeke? You gonna bring Zeke? I think we saw the end of Zeke, plow horse Zeke yesterday. Because what do you get? Two point six a try. Ten for twenty six. Okay, it's just not good enough. And what happens the very next play? We're all the way down now at second and two at the 18-yard line. Well, well, this is points now. Yes. We got points. Yes. And, and the very next play, what does Dak do? It's insult to injury. Insult to injury because he, but Jimmy Ward's just sitting there. It's zone. Right. And I don't know what he's reading. Right. I don't know what he's reading. But two people could have picked this football off, and Warner did, right? Yep. Okay? Because you're forcing a ball into CD, and you're not reading it. You're not seeing it. And now you've you've left three or seven points on the table. Right. Well, it's it, you you yeah. it's going to be a close game. You can't do that. Yep. Okay. Now we here here we go in the third quarter, and we finally get a turnover. But it wasn't our defense which led the league in turnovers. Right. It was our special, special teams. teams. Yes. And guess who? Boss man right. Fat yep. finally made a play. Kelvin yep. Joseph, way yeah. to go, young man! You finally did something right because we forced a fumble. From Ray Ray, we can see this here. He stripped him from behind, and all of a sudden we get the ball clear down on the 21-yard line, 21-yard line. Mm -hmm. And here we go. No, 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 here we went because it turns into third and seven at the seven-yard line. This is the play where your quarterback without Tony Pollard just has to make one throw because this is the game. This is – you you got to make a play. And he panics and gets desperate and tries to just – Fling it, if we could see the play, to the sideline to Zeke, like a little yeah, safety right. valve. Like, what, what, are you, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, was this the one over the oh, middle? Yeah, this that should have been yeah. picked. That should have yeah, been picked. That, that could have been picked. You you, normally, you pop a ball up like that in the middle of the field, Skip. That's going another way. It's too hard and behind him, and it's going nowhere. Right. And we left more points on the table. Yeah. Okay, so now i got to show you these two plays because they just ripped my guts out. Okay, so – we get pinned back first and 10 at our nine yard line and CD beats. I, I don't know who it was over there. It may have been the same, the, may have been Lenore, okay. but, but it, it's yeah, up it the left sideline. Yeah. If we could see the deep throw, Th- this is six. If you let this go on time and with, with, uh, with enough on it, but he has to stop and come right. back for it. He made a, a sensational catch and got interfered with, but Shannon, if you get this ball up, oh, I'm talking up. if you get it there, if right. you hit him in stride over his shoulder, he might still be running with that. Mm-hmm. And this is a one-score game where you've got to make one of those plays mm-hmm. and you don't get him the football and it's just not good enough. Okay, and then we got another CD throw later on the same drive. He, he goes down the middle and gets Warner running with him straight down right. the middle of the football field. Yeah. And, and this is two. not the, the coverage that they would want. And Dak just doesn't get the ball up over the shoulder. Yeah. Like, this is another one. If you yeah. throw it where he can go to get it. To the end it, zone. Yeah, if you throw it to the end zone, can 88 outrun 54? I think so. To. I think so. Even though Fred Warner is a sensational athlete. And, and he can move. And, and <laughs> He was unbelievable yeah, again yesterday. He, he was unbelievable. He's all pro. He's first team all pro. It's, it's for, for a reason. reason. For a reason. Okay, I got that. Okay, so then they get the deep throw to Kittle, and it was the play of the game, and he juggles it and makes the catch. And the kid made a nice throw because he rolls way to his left, right. and they said it wasn't even – it's like the fourth read in the progression. Right. He throws it over the middle, and Kittle bobbles it and, and finally catches it. But now we get to another play on the same drive. They're about to go in for the, the takeover touchdown, okay? It's still 9-9 nine to nine going toward the fourth quarter. And – the kid throws a ball. Brock Purdy throws a ball that gets tipped by Anthony Barr. And if we could see who it hits in the hands, 
My guy, it hits him in the hands. Stephon Diggs. I mean, uh, Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. It hits him right in the hands. Now, again, it got it got redirected so you're not quite ready for yes. it. Right? Yes. I, I got it. But but he is my ball hawk, mm-hmm. right? He, he is instant access to the football because that's what he does because he played receiver in high school and wanted to be a receiver at Alabama until they moved into corner. Mm-hmm. It hits him, Shannon, right in the hands. Yes. Well, I, I know it came fast. It I came know it's fast. a he think would, fast. He expect it. Okay, I got it. it. But, quick. but if you hold on, yes. if you can just snatch it and grab it yeah. and, and cling to it, you, you take, take away. You take their points away because they're about to. Chris McCaffrey's about to go in for for the touchdown that gives them a sixteen to nine lead. Okay, so now I got one more shot. Who's my? Who's left on the field for me as a game breaker? Or somewhat CD, but. Little Turpin, the USFL MVP, is he not a game breaker? Did he not show you? Did he not flash for you all year and yesterday? Okay, this is a 44-yard return. This has got to be a house call. You have to take this home. And guess who gets him? Guess who gets him? Guess who gets him? You can't do that. You have to juke him. you got to make him miss in the open field. Robbie Gold made the tackle, and he kind of like just body tackled him. He kind of like hit him with his back, yeah, right. you know? Like, how can Turpin not, you know, yeah. you, you got to turpentine him. The thing is, Skip, is that we not on the, and I played three years on this, yeah. you never block the kicker. No. Because you, you like to think my returner is a better athlete than the kicker. So we're going to count for everybody else is yeah. you one-on-one because you're the runner, you're the blocker for okay. the kicker, okay. which means you got to juke him. Okay. But if he escapes and is gone and he can outrun all the rest of them. Yeah. Well, it's 16 to 16. Right. Unless you go for two right at that point. I don't know. I don't think you go for two in that situation. I think you go trust Maher. Brett Maher, I I told you going into the game, I didn't trust him on extra points, but he hadn't missed a field goal. And so yesterday he felt comfort. You can see he had no demons on the field goal because he hit him right down the middle. Right. Okay. So that's a huge play. And then I got to show you one last one because it just ripped what's left of my heart out. This is 2.56 left in the game, and we alluded to it earlier. This is second and 10 at the 18, and impossibly, inexplicably, Michael Gallup gets deep, and Dak is under some rush, but he throws it completely behind him over nah, the wrong shoulder. You got to make that throw, Skip. I mean, this is it's because so you only get, as the game increases, yeah, Skip, you only get so many chances to okay, make a play. Okay, listen, Michael Gallup is a long strider, but yeah. he can run when he gets unwound, right. when he gets unfolded. Right. Well, he was unfolded there, and if you throw it up for him, if if you lay it out where he can run to it, he might still be running. Seriously. But at least at least you get a completion. Uh, you didn't even give him a completion. You didn't even get a completion. So, okay. so let's just say for the sake of argument, Skip, he catches the ball, the safety is coming into play, the safety tackles it. Okay. okay, you give you that. But you look where look where you are in reference to where you ended up being. God. So I just showed you how Dak gave them three points to start on the first interception. He he cost the team three or seven points right. on the second interception. So start adding up these points, if you will. Then he missed CD down the middle. That could have been three or seven right. points. Then he misses Gallup late. That could have been three or seven points. These are throws where if you just make one of them, yeah. maybe we're having a different conversation Probably here. So. Okay? And then Diggs drops the ball, and it, it gave them seven points. It could have eliminated seven. Right. And w- – w- I, I had so many chances where I'm just on the edge of my chair. I just need one. I just need one play because, in general, my defense did get tired at the end because they gave up a 91-yard drive and then they gave up a 64-yard field goal drive. But you you can't blame them for getting tired because they're, it's an onslaught. Right. Kyle's offense is just loaded with weapons everywhere. And when I look at the what, what we held them to – 
isn't it pretty good that we held McCaffrey to 10 rushes for 35 yards? Yep. Isn't it pretty good that we held McCaffrey to six catches for 22 yards? Yep. I mean, that'll win the football game, right? How about Debo? Did he kill us like he did in the playoff game a year ago? Nope. No, he, he rushed four times for 11 yards. Debo caught four balls for 45 yards, and they didn't hurt. It, it's enough where the, the defense just stood strong and stood tall. I needed Micah to make a play. They didn't take the ball away one time except for the special teams. Mm -hmm. Micah had no sacks and one hit on the quarterback, and that's probably not enough. I needed him to disrupt, but he's going up against the best left tackle in football. Well, Skip, I think the thing for you guys is that you're a Hope team. You hope Dak plays well. Yep. You hope he doesn't turn the football over. And you hope your defense stand on your head, yep. on his head. And I don't know if that's a consistent way to win football games, yep. let alone play championship brand of football. Yep. You can't hope. Skip, I don't think Cincinnati goes into the game saying, I hope Joe Burrow plays well. Kansas City doesn't go into a game saying, man, I hope Patrick Mahomes play well. They just know they are. You go into every game saying, man, I hope Dak plays well, and I hope he doesn't turn the ball over. And what did he do? He did something what he had done for two months, didn't do it for one game, and then everybody said, well, that's who Dak is. He doesn't turn the ball over. So are we just going to disregard the two months in which he had a turnover in every single game? No, we're not. You were correct. I was dead wrong. Last point. <sighs> Dak Prescott is better than Cooper Rush, but I got to tell you, <laughs> Cooper Rush would have won that game yesterday. Wow. Because Cooper Rush is exactly what I needed yesterday. I needed a quarterback who could handle the offense and make just a couple of big throws right. at the perfect time, just the way he clutched up against Cincinnati and up at the Giants on Monday Night Football. I just needed a couple of throws. He has a little better command to efficiently and consistently run the offense than Dak. I'm not saying he's better because Dak will go on flashes during the year where you say, oh, that's a top two or three offense, yeah, right? Yeah. And he's a t edge of the top ten quarterback. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't make that case on Cooper Rush, but you watch. Somebody's going to pay Cooper Rush and make him their starting quarterback. He will not be a Dallas Cowboy, and unfortunately going forward, Dak Prescott will be. Wow. Whew. Bold prediction, Skip. We will see. Jerry Jones did call this loss sickening yeah. multiple times. Mm. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me, that's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today 
and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. NFL Films picked up Bengals cornerback Mike Hilton on the sideline during their win over the Bills, telling the camera, quote, we'll see you in Burrowhead. That's, of course, in reference to the Chiefs Stadium Arrowhead. Travis Kelsey asked for his reaction about it on the new Heights podcast. Take a listen, everybody. Getting everybody fired up. We are the loudest stadium in the world on record. 42, 142 decibels. Did you guys break the record this week? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe uh, we're going to have to break it this week because uh, a lot of Cincinnati Bengals fans are calling it Burrowhead instead of Burrowhead. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, the disrespect to Arrowhead they're, they're, continues. They're throwing, they're, throwing, they're throwing a lot of bulletin board material out there, Ron. Those are fighting words for sure. Absolutely, Shannon. Do you like or do you have a problem with the Bengals saying this? But the Bengals have been doing a lot of talking. Mm. Uh, you remember early in the year, um, the running back um, – from Oklahoma said, Joe, uh, Joe Mixon yes. said, we're the team to beat. Mm-hmm. It's us now. Well, he, he said that just like a couple, like a month ago, maybe yeah. late two, three weeks yeah, ago. Yeah. Right. He said, hey, we're the team to beat. He did say And that. it seems to me that they, they and they should be confident. Uh, they are the, the defending champs, uh, uh, AFC champs. They are playing the best football probably of anybody, them in San Francisco, over the last two and a half months of the season, Skip. So they have a lot to be confident about. Their quarterback is unbelievable. Skip, I don't know if you know this. You know who favored now? It swung back. And why was that? So I want to know, did Cincinnati play the Buffalo again and look bad? Is that mm-hmm. why I favored? Or because they believe Patrick Mahomes' ankle is healing and he looked good yesterday? I don't know. You did, know. Did he look good? You, you know. Doing what? What did he say? He uh, said, I feel good. You, did you, you see him you walking? Trust that. We're about to no, talk no, no, about Did this. you see him walking? Oh, he can walk. I mean, you can. Oh, <laughs> it's a miracle. Oh, now let's swing the spread back. That means the hey, Chiefs should you, be you, Hey, you, hey, you got to talk to Fox Bet and Seasons and all, and all these betting houses that, that have had the Chiefs at two and a half, then had the Bengals at one and a half, and now the Bengals are back. Okay, oh, no, remember, me. the Bengals believers can have huge impact, and it can swing from two and a half Chiefs favorite all the way to two and a half Bengals favorite, yeah. and then all of a sudden – a lot of people who believe in Mahomes and Andy Reid say, no, they time believe out. The, time they out. Believe, they believe, they, I believe the, 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 the line uh, swung because of Patrick Mahomes' ankle. Now that they believe that, excuse me, that Patrick Mahomes' ankle is, is better or is going to be better than what they thought it was going to be, the betters have come back and started putting money back on the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Therefore, now the line is swung back into their favor. So that's all I'm saying, Skip. Look, I don't have a problem with it. Uh, Trevor Lawrence said something very similar to that. Skip says he couldn't imagine it being louder than what it was in Jacksonville. Um, but Cincinnati's like, look, we, we're a different animal. We're not Jacksonville. We're coming in with a more high-powered offense, and we're coming in with a, uh, an outstanding and a better defense. So we feel that we can we can talk. And they can, but the, the, the guy that talks the most to me is Eli Apple. I've never seen in all my years a, a, a more average player talks as much as he does and I'm like, why, bro? You happen to be, it's like being born to wealthy parents. Bro, you ain't do nothing. Nothing. Bro, you had a cup of coffee at the Giants. You had a cup of coffee, you read the paper with the Saints. And you talking like you locking that thing down like you, like, like you, Dar- like you Darrell Revis. Mm. If I didn't know better, I swear he was, he was Sauce Gardner, a passer to the second. That's the way he talks. 
I'm like, bro, but other than, Skip, I ain't got no, look, at the end of the day, whether we talking, I was a firm believer in this because I talked a bunch. Whether I say little, I say nothing, or I say a lot, we still got to kick this thing off on Sunday. Now, it's your job to shut me up. Mm. Let me see if you can do it. Yep. Okay, big picture. I do not have a problem with Mike Hilton or Eli Apple talking big, bad, and bold the way they do. It was Mike Hilton on the sideline at the end of the game at Buffalo right. who's screaming to the camera, not to the stands. Right. See you at Burrowhead. Right. See you at Burrowhead. Skip, you know that's the NFL film, so you know they're going to put that. You, okay. you know they're going to put that knew, out there. He knew exactly, <laughs> exactly what he was doing. And dancing alongside him is Eli, who then, I told you, went in the locker room and lit a cigar up. Ooh. So he's smoking a victory cigar in front of the media in Buffalo's visiting locker room after – the playoff game before the AFC championship. The divisional game. round. Okay, the divisional round. Not not the not even the AFC championship. And you said, I believe it was Monday, maybe maybe I'd give it to him if they won the AFC and were on the yeah. way to the Super Bowl. I, yeah. I I'll be honest, I wouldn't even give him that one. <laughs> I don't love this, but I do love Cincinnati. I wonder who, who, who started that because I don't remember. I don't I don't remember no no cigars being passed around. And even, I don't remember cigars. Maybe it was, maybe I wasn't even in the locker room when they did. I don't even remember cigars being passed around. We won the Super Bowl. I don't remember cigars, so okay, I need well, mine. Is it possible Joe Burrow started that at LSU? It is might, that he possible? Might, he might have. I don't know. That's, that, that was one of my first indications of yeah. it. Here's my point about Eli Apple and Mike Hilton. They know they are speaking from a position of strength because they know it's all about the quarterback, and they know they have a quarterback. Yeah. He doesn't play defense. They play defense. But they're speaking sort of with him as their backup right. because they know we got Joe Burrow and you don't yeah. got Joe Burrow. Yeah. You, I've, been, you, you, I've okay. been on both sides of the equation, Skip. Right. When I was in Denver, obviously our offense with John, TD, myself, Ed, and Rod, and then I go to Baltimore. Yeah. And I'm re- now, now we're not doing a whole lot, no. but we're going to do more than you okay. would do against our defense. Okay, but you did know that you had Ray and company, Yeah, exactly. exactly. Right? That's my point. Okay, so you got that yeah. to speak from. It, it's not like you're not sure about how good you are. Yeah. You know how good you yeah. are. yeah. These guys know how good they are. Now to Eli Apple. He doesn't talk as much as he talks back because he's taken so much criticism in his career because he has been one of the ultimate. He's talented, but he is the ultimate cluer. He, he will jump routes like yeah. crazy. He's, he's like Trevon Diggs is starting to be for me. Yeah. But, but again, he, gets, he has been scorched so many times. Yeah. He, he has lost jobs several times yes. that all of a sudden I was actually surprised he rose back into prominence here because they finally had to say, well, remember, they had my little man, Awuzie, right? And he's out. Yeah, so, he got hurt. That's why he know, like it. Okay, I got, I got it. But all of a sudden he's in a prominent position. Right. And he was feeling himself because it was clear to me Buffalo went at him four or five times. Right. Tried to trick him, tried to, to, to mm-hmm. bait him into yeah. jumping routes. Mm-hmm with some sluggos, and, right. and it, it, he stood up right. to the test. Yes. And, and he did not get beaten one time that I could see, and he actually made a couple plays on deep balls that were pretty good. Yes. Okay? So he, he's, he's always lashing back. He's responding to. He's not setting tones. It's like he's been so pummeled on social media that, that everything is in well, defense. He, bring, he, he brings it upon himself. I know himself, he's so. already brought it upon himself. And remember, wasn't his mom yeah. very prominent speaking out for him and mm-hmm. defending him? And then after a while, too. 
What's that? As if she'd be trolling okay. also. All right. Well, the, after a while, she probably put heap more pressure on him than he even deserved to have on him in the first probably place. Probably so. Okay. So here we are, and here they come because they're like, hey, but Mike Hilton, I got to say, he backs it up, man, because yeah. he's become as good a blitzer as oh, man, there he is. Yeah, he'd be sneaking it. He'd be getting it. Right? Yeah, he does. Because he, he had four hits on uh, – Josh, Josh the other day. He had four hits on the quarterback. Yeah. That's hard to do coming right. from his spot, right? I think the thing, and Skip, look, these games normally come down because you got two outstanding young quarterbacks, and the game normally comes down to a possession game, and the team that makes the fewest amount of mistakes, and if all you look at all the wins, the Bengals have made the fewest amount of mistakes. It comes down because going into the fourth quarter, the Chiefs had 75% probability of winning the game. But that just goes to show you that the Bengals don't don't doesn't feel that they're out of any of these games because they've always come back and won them. What was it, 37, 34, 34, 31, and then you had a, a 27, 24. So the games are always okay. one possession. All right. One mistake will cost you this game probably. Okay. So to your point, we're, we're going to talk about this later, but Debo said, I think it was yesterday, that our crowd is louder than Philly's crowd. Right. Well, I, I disagree with that because yeah. I've been to many, many games on both sides of the country, I've, and that Philly stadium is crazy loud. I, I, I've never heard so many people talk about crowd noise in okay. the la- right. that, that I have in the last two, three weeks. As you said, weeks. Trevor Lawrence was trying to be politically correct right. to his, his fans, crowd, and right. he said, I, I don't know if it's louder than our crowd. Right. Uh, yeah, it is. I don't know, but, 49ers. Y'all, y'all tickets might be a hey, little bit too high, so y'all hey, might, might not get the, the loud fans. I, I went to so many games at Candlestick. I know they've moved to Le- Levi now. but dump too. The, yeah, okay. The Candlestick, yeah. was a, it was a great dump, but it was a dump. <laughs> it was a muddy, foggy it was, dump. It was, man. It was terrible, it man. It was terrible to play in and watch games in, and it was cold yeah. and creepy and all that. But you want to talk about home field? Oh, yeah. Ooh, you had home field there. But the point is, we get all this crowd versus crowd, and is it going to detonate? We even had the member going back to the Giants offensive lineman right, talking Minnesota. about the Minnesota crowd. Yeah. And I thought, is it going to detonate? Right. Are they going to be even louder than ever? Maybe they were, but it didn't impact didn't, the outcome right. of the football game. So what do we know about Joe Burrow? He's cocky, but he's also supremely confident. Yeah. And it doesn't offend me the way he carries himself because he backs it up. Right. We're not talking about the Memphis Grizzlies here. We're, we're talking about the Cincinnati Bengals right. who did win at Arrowhead yes. or Burrowhead or whatever you want to call it last year. Now, again, Joe Burrow is 3-0 and against Patrick Mahomes, but two of them were in Cincinnati. So only one time has he won at, quote-unquote, Burrowhead. Right. So I'm not sure it can qualify as – if he'd won all three games there, yeah. maybe you could start yeah. going there. Okay. Okay? And yet last year – it did go to overtime, right. and they were down 21 to 10 at halftime, mm-hmm. and they did rally in the second half. What was it, 17 to 3 in yep. the second half in yep. overtime? Mm-hmm. Okay, you, you got that going for you, but again, d- does that mean you own Arrowhead? No, I don't no. think you own it. I- is it possible that <laughs> Joe Burrow has established some kind of dominance over Patrick Mahomes or, you know, 3-0 and is 3-0. and he, he has slightly outplayed him all three times. I think what he's done, Skip, is like when you talk about these top quarterbacks, hey, y'all better, y'all better make sure y'all mention Joey B's name. Mm. I mean, y'all keep talking about, you know, you're talking about Patrick Mahomes and deservedly so. He's had an MVP and won a Super Bowl. But y'all start talking about Josh Allen and y'all start talking about this one and that one. What about me? What about me? I, I, I went to, I went to uh, Josh's home and beat him. I've gone to a Super Bowl, something yeah. he's never done. Okay. This is just me. I, I can't – I don't know exactly what went through Joe Burrow's mind, mm-hmm. but I believe 
when the schedule, the playoff schedule fell the way it fell, I believe he took one look and said, oh, I get to go play Josh Allen there. And I then, if I win that game, I get to go play Patrick at his place, right? Right. right. So I think he relished the opportunity yeah. to go on the road and play these teams. And I think Cincinnati, to my eye, is at least as good on the road as at home because I think this team gets a great kick out of shutting down rival crowds. I think you did too. I think there's nothing – what's more satisfying – than Nothing. turning down the sound on the I'd road. Ra- I'd rather win on the road than win at home. Sure. In a game no. like that, in a, in a playoff, in a game like this. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. There's nothing like seeing 75, 80,000 fans depressed, crying, cursing you out, saying you suck. How do we suck? You leaving? You're not even going to watch us celebrate. So now, now, which team sucks? Yeah. So there's no, there's no greater feeling. Okay. And I've been been fortunate to do that twice on the road in Three Rivers and at uh, Oakland. Okay. So my point about the Bengals is. They've actually been the overlooked, disrespected team. The irony here is they deserve to be saying, what about us? Yeah. Well, why don't you give us more credit? And now that the point spread has swung back. It's still you know, only a point. Okay, but, th- but they're going to say, oh, so you don't respect us. You did for a little while, but you don't anymore. They, I mean, you do. Re- I mean, you understand how the, how the line works. I mean, the home team normally gets three points. All things being equal, home team gets three points. Yep. Since uh, Kansas City is only favored by one. So they think you're actually two points better than Kansas City, to be honest. Okay, so I thought going into this year that Cincinnati would be the best team in the AFC, and it took a long time for anybody to even recognize that they were pretty good. Well, I, because I think the thing is, Skip, they got off to the 0-2 they start. Remember, they lost at home to Pittsburgh, lost it, lost on the road to Dallas. But they, they lost at home to Pittsburgh because they missed two, like, chip shot kicks. Well, Burrow did have five turnovers. He too, did. That, no, he did. He got off to a rocky start. I agree. And then... They lost to my guy, my backup quarterback, yeah. right? right? Cooper Rush at Dallas. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, they lost to Baltimore, too. They ended up I losing to Baltimore in, in Baltimore. They did. In Baltimore. Okay. So, and there's like, like uh, uh, the offensive line, because Burrow was getting sacked a bunch, Skip. They're like, well, they paid all this money for an offensive line, and it looks like it's the same as last year. But he kept going. They stuck with it. Um, Chase, they won a couple of games with Chase being out with that hip. And then when he came back, they took they, off. They took off. And, and he was a big part of it. Oh, yeah. He, oh, he legit. Oh, okay. yeah. So here we go again. Jonah Williams not practicing. Uh, Cap is not practicing. I don't know who's going to protect him, but they don't seem to be bothered by this. The same guy that protected him last week. They did an outstanding job. I, I don't know how. But, but Chris Jones and, and, and Frank Clark and Dunlap, they're going to have to have some games. They're going to have to play. They're going to have to get to Joe Burrow. You can't leave, if you leave him clean, you can't beat him. He is Brady-esque. He's more of, I'll pick you to pieces yeah, if you give yeah. me a second yeah. back here. Just, just give me an extra second. I will pick you. I'll find the open receiver, and I will get him a catchable football. Yeah. That's what he does. Yeah. Chris Jones. Chris Jones. Right. I mean, he's in the running for defensive he player is. of the year. Yep. Uh, and he's, and, and no, everybody he knows why. 15 and a half sacks at the D tackle position. But, Skip, he's going to probably have to have the game of his life. Dunlap, Clark, those guys, they're going to have to play the games of their life because it's contingent on them. Because their back end leaves a lot to be desired. Yep. And if Joey B is clean, he'll throw for damn near 400 yards against that secondary. Okay. So my final takeaway is I don't love what Mike Hilton is saying. I don't love Eli talk, 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 talking and lighting up a victory cigar after a divisional round game. But I do love Joe Burrow. And I think they believe in him so much that they are speaking with his confidence. Yeah. Like he, he, the whole team is a reflection of that quarterback. Right. Yeah. And the, the quarterback, 
You want to talk about unfazed. He right. is the ultimate. Well, unfazed. you heard him, Jim. He said, I'm him. He threw the yeah. touchdown to uh, yeah. uh, Hayden Hurst. He yeah. said, I'm him. I'm him. And then they <laughs> asked him about it after the game. I said that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the quarterbacks go to a different place when they're out there. They, do. they become very, very competitive. And so you, you sometimes you just, if they say something outlandish, you're like, okay, that's not him speaking right now. We'll address <laughs> this at a later date and time. Yep. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. All right, let's turn to the 49ers and Eagles matchup this weekend. Ooh, that one's going to be good. Mm -hmm. A classic clash Sunday in the NFC Championship game, and it's here on Fox. Philly remains a two-and-a-half-point favorite, according to Fox Red Sportsbook. After Depot Samuel doubted how loud Philly fans will be, Nick Sirianni told Eagles fans yesterday to, quote, be you. It's on. Shannon, who wins this one? This game is really evenly matched, Gil. Yep. Because if you look at it, the only place that I can say the Eagles have a definitive advantage is at the quarterback. Offensive line, running game, skill position players, Debo, Kittle, Ayuk, yep. Jennings, mm-hmm. uh, the running backs with C-Mac and, 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 and uh, Mitchell. Mm-hmm. I, think it's a, I think it's a push. Defensive line, I mean, you look at the defenses, Skip, Fred Warner and Bosa and Armstead. Might give a slight edge to the, uh, the secondary of the Eagles. But as far as D-line and linebackers, I think that's a push. The only advantage that I give is uh, uh, Jalen Hurts over Purdy. Mm-hmm. I, and I don't, I don't, I don't think that's a, that's a stretch, and I don't think I'm breaking news to anyone. But I just got to – and maybe it's because I know Kyle. Maybe it's because I want this to happen. And by but the way, you watch Kyle grow I've watched, up. I've, watched, you grow up. I've, been, I've, been, I've been doing it. How's, if Kyle's 42, I've been doing it probably since he was – 10, okay. 11. And his father was his my, was my head coach. He was my offensive coordinator first because when I yep. first got there, he was the offensive coordinator. Yep. Um, well, he, actually, he was the quarterback's coach. Uh, yep. Chan Gilly was the offensive coordinator. Okay. Um, I, and I think I, I'm going to take the 49ers skip in a very close ball game. I love what D'Amico Ryan is doing. Those guys play so extremely hard for him. I know he's going to have a plan because the one thing you plan for is you got to have a plan for Jalen Hurst's legs. 
And I don't think he's going to make the mistake that the Minnesota Vikings made when dealing with Daniel Jones. Yep. It let him constantly kill you picking up first downs with his legs. You have to account for him. You almost treat him like when he drops back the pass, guys, you got to stay in your lanes. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of times, Skip, you can get away with it, like get out of your lane, and you can still get back there and get him. You can't take that kind of opportunity with the Jalen Hurts, guys that dynamic with their legs. And so I think they come up with a great game plan. They neutralize Jalen Hurts' legs. They make him throw the football yep. uh, uh, from the pocket. And I'm going to take the 49ers in a very, very close ball game. I'm going to say 49ers, I'll say 23-20. 23-20. I'm going to go a little lower score than you. Okay. Because this is going to be an old school <laughs> headbangers ball. Yeah. That's what we got going on yeah. here because some heads are going to get banged in this one. And yeah. I, I hope there aren't any concussions, but but some blows are going to get struck in this game. I'm going to go lower scoring, but I'm going to flip the score. I say the Eagles prevail 19 to 16. Okay. And intriguing is your breakdown because the truth is if I go position group by group, all the way across the ball, I give San Francisco a slight edge just about everywhere except maybe the offensive lines. And I think San Francisco is very good. Yeah, yeah. But but maybe it's a tiny edge right. to Philly, just, right. just a tiny. Yeah. But everywhere else, I give a slight edge to 49ers mm -hmm. until I get to quarterback. Yeah. I'm going to say it one more time. <laughs> I've never seen anything in my career like Brock Purdy. He is not only defying the odds, he is shattering the mold of what a rookie quarterback can do because he's won seven straight games, and he's not doing it as a game manager. Right. Kyle has unleashed him. Well, Skip, if, 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 let's just say for the sake of argument, Skip, if Kyle was doing this with a, a, a rookie quarterback and he was a first-round pick, you wouldn't be surprised. You're like, well, hell, he was a first-round pick. Skip, the guy was the last pick in the draft. The guy was a seventh, He's won two playoff games with a seventh-round quarterback. The last pick in the seventh <laughs> round. Again, you were a seventh-round pick. Yeah, you but know, they had 12 I, rounds back then. Yeah, forgive me. I was going to do the math on this, and I didn't. But how many times what, – what's the total number of picks? I don't know. We, we'll figure this out later. In the I think that they, they were two, with compensatories now. I think there was like 262. I think he might have been okay. two. Okay. Because it used to be 255. Okay, 262. So 261 players got picked ahead of yeah. him. And look at him now. Right. He's one step from going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. He's probably going to win offensive rookie of the year. Yeah. All right. He is surrounded by a really, really good supporting cast. Yes. He is coached by a really, really good head coach. He is. His defensive coordinator is really, really good, and his defense has his back really, really hugely. Yes. So we get all the you, – you can't, you, you can't hand a kid a, a, a better new right. toy than right. this one because yes. this, is a, this yeah. is the best toy on the, yeah. in the, the whole mm -hmm. building. So the point is, it's not Brady in 2001 where you, you just kind of conservatively, let's take our check downs, right. let's do this. You know, that was Brady's second year. You know, but I'm saying, he yeah. that's, this is a raw rookie raw rookie. Starting. At, raw least, rookie. at least Brady got to sit there and watch Drew Bledsoe. Yes, absolutely. Sort of, yes. By osmosis, just right. sort of soak it in. Yeah. Oh, this is how you do it right. at this level. And he was pretty ready to go when he got his chance in the mm -hmm. third game of the year. Right. And he never looked back. Right. But even down the stretch, even in that snow job of a <laughs> tuck rule game, he made a lot of nice – it was snowing cats and dogs because I was there. But, but 
but he he didn't make any sensational throws. He just kept making throws that, that that won the game. But Vinatieri made some snow kicks. That yeah, were that forty eight yard, that bomb kick yeah, that he I, made. I don't know. He did it, yeah. but, okay, but he did. He it. did that. And even in the Super Bowl, Brady wasn't spectacular. But down the stretch, as John Madden sitting up in the press box on live TV saying, "Check it out, Look, you guys got to play, for, play overtime. for overtime." Nope. He completes five straight passes, and you know what happened. Right. It was a 49-yard walk-off field goal. This is the opposite of Tom Brady. This is unleashed where, where you give him the keys to the Maserati, not, not to the beat-up old car that you can start <laughs> in, you know, that, that most of us get when we're 16, right. where if you crash it, it doesn't really matter right. because it's already been crashed. Yeah, you don't pass it down. Yeah, right. <laughs> but this is a gleaming Maserati here and floorboard it. Yeah. Just if you feel like it, just put the pedal to the metal, and he does. And against my team, he made a throw to Kittle, who was I think the fourth option on the play because he roamed way wide left. Right, he right. read, read, read. I think I'll fling it to him. And Kittle plays a one-man tip drill, yeah. and you know the rest of the story. And that was the play of the game. Yeah. <sighs> okay. All that said, I keep saying this. I've just been watching this game, studying this game for too long. He's going to hit the wall because everybody does because he is human. And I watched him at Iowa State, and he hit the wall a lot of times at Iowa State because he's only so good. Right. He's pretty good, and I love his competitive nature. He is a battler. He will fight you to the death. But in the end, he doesn't have the biggest arm. No. And in the end, he lost a bunch of games at Iowa State where he would lose some confidence and some poise. And so – but but he wasn't surrounded by, by yeah, this much, yeah, exa- right? Exa- okay. Exactly. We, we got it. But he played on a lot of big stages at Oklahoma and Texas and mm-hmm. even against the Baylors of the world right. at that point. They were big games. So he he's a very experienced, quote-unquote, big-game quarterback, but he ain't experienced this. No. This is this stadium in this town against that fandom that has basically been called out, and we'll we'll see how they respond. But it's going to be – way louder than he's ever experienced, even though he did win the game at Seattle. The question is, Skip, it's kind of like what Ben Roethlisberger had. They had a dynamic running yeah. game with, with the bus, mm-hmm. had a dominant offensive line, yeah. they had skilled skill players. Uh, I think Plexico was still there. I think Heinz Ward was still there. Antoine randall was still there. So, the, And you know the Steelers always could play defense. What the Patriots were able to do in the championship game was get a couple of turnovers from Ben because yep. he had never been there. They never showed him something there. that he hadn't seen. Right. The question is, if I show you something you haven't seen, yep. can you still protect the ball? Okay. Or if I get to you, if I, if I, if I uh, 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 mess your scheme up and I'm able to get a free rusher, if I hit you, can you hold on to the ball? We'll find that, out. That's the question. Because he's going to get hit in this game. He's going to get hit, yep. and they're going to show him something that he hasn't seen on tape. Yep. The question is, do you dirt the ball, do you throw it over the head, or do you try to force something and you turn the ball over? Okay. I'm going to show you a play from last Sunday's game, game I still haven't recovered from. This is the kind of play that Philly is going to have to make because he's going to give you two or three opportunities to make this play. If we could see the ball that got deflected to Ron Diggs, this ball is tipped, and it hits Diggs right in the hands. I, I don't know how it's tipped. I, I mean, look look at that. How, this, this is my ultimate ball hawk, and it goes right. right through his hands and hits him in the stomach. Am I right? Yes. I mean, how, how can you not catch that when all he does is catch passes because he was a receiver before he was a cornerback? This is the kind of play 
you, again, it got redirected, yeah. so you're not ready for it. I right. got that. <laughs> but, but he's about as quick and instinctive right. as you can get. I just think Shannon Sharp catches that ball, even if it gets tipped. And sometimes, Skip, that's what it comes down to. You okay. look at Fred Warner. Fred Warner passes get tipped. Okay. He held on to it. Trayvon on. did not. And, and sometimes okay. that's winning and losing a ball game. Okay. Opportunity presents itself. Okay. That opportunity will get presented the Eagles. They have to catch the football because I think the kid is capable of giving them three turnovers. But I thought that's what my team would do right. because my team led the world in takeaways right. two straight years. And I thought, okay, he'll give us chances. He only gave us one chance. Yeah. And your quarterback led the world in giveaways. He, he did, and he gave it. Yeah, and that, that it, one, yeah. So it. you kept talking about old Purdy, but you forgot to talk about old, old Prescott. Okay, thank you for bringing that up. Now we <laughs> flip the, let's flip the script this Sunday to the Jaylen. other quarterback. I'm his biggest fan. I don't like the Eagles, but I do believe in their quarterback. Okay. I haven't liked the Eagles since I was 10 years old, but I, 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 I'm, over, I'm, I'm rising above that, that hate for the Eagles to Jalen Hurts. He, he is him in Philadelphia. He has changed the fate of that franchise. I first guessed it the moment he was drafted. I said, they stole him, and look at them now. He is the ultimate leader. He's a big game, big play playmaker where he'll just make a play. It may not be the most sensational play, but he will make the plays that need to right. get made here. This game ultimately will be about imposing your will on oh, the yeah. other team. Oh, That's yeah. what it comes yeah. down to. Yeah. Physically imposing your will. And I believe in the end, he will impose his on a, an extraordinary defense. They are really good on defense, well, but he will make a few plays that will win this game. If I'm D'Amico Ryan, he's going yeah. to pose his, pose his will with his arm. Okay. I'm not going to let him beat with my legs with his leg skill because I, I believe that's that's the thing. Those 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 third down where he's picking up with the run. I'm going to make Jalen Hurts. If Jalen Skip, if Jalen Hurts throws for 350 yeah. and three touchdowns, Skip, I walk to the center field and shake your hand and say, okay. "Good luck, son." All right. What happened when my Cowboys played on that Sunday night at Philadelphia? I had my backup quarterback. Yeah. He had won four straight games. This was his fifth start of the mm -hmm. year. He looked pretty good in those right. four games. He got off to a shaky start because it's hard to play there. And yet, when he finally settled in, here he came, and he scored 17 unanswered. All of a sudden, he got it to 20-17 to 17 early in the fourth quarter, so lots of time left in the game. Yeah. And what did Jalen Hurts do? He got the ball back, and on three straight third downs, it was Jalen Hurts, who converted, because yeah. he converted twice with his legs and once on a, an option play where he pitched it to gain well, and right. he got it. Right. Okay? So he, it's hard to stop him because it's not that he's going to scramble the way Lamar does and right. hurt you, but he's going to run. We got their diagram run for they, they just diagram these runs, and he is an artist with right. the football, and he will make you make choices. It's the skip. It's the it's the two forty five to two seventy in which he throws for, and then he kills you with the seventy five yeah. to eighty yards rushing. Yeah, he does. That that's that's what beats you down. They're, they're key rush yes. yards. They're third and fours. They're, yeah. they're it's it's a quarterback draw. It's it's the read option. Yes. It's it's a, a break from the pocket and scramble, and he doesn't look that quick or fast, but he's quick he's and fast enough. Yeah. And again, pound for pound, nobody is stronger in the weight room than Jalen Hurts. And it's like he can lift the building, and he can also lift his team on the football field. By If it's required, he can run through tackles, yeah. and he will try. Now, what's his yeah, – I mean, we talk and talk about Patrick's sure. ankle. I think his shoulder's probably a problem. Right. I think it still bothers him. Well, 
he got to make sure they don't put him on it. Uh, again, <laughs> that, but, that, but he took some punishment on. He he will just willingly said, Giants, here I am, come and hit me. Right. And you saw what happened. He hung right in there. And he's got two really good receivers, and he's got a very good tight end. And I just think low-scoring battle, fun to watch in an old-school way, comes down to a late field goal, and I believe Philly walks it off 19-16 to 16 okay. because of Jalen Hurts. Guys, it is going to be one of the ultimate chess matches in football in a long time. Cannot wait to watch this one. Don't forget, only on Fox. All right, LeBron and the Lakers kick off a five-game road trip tomorrow when they face off against the Celtics. Shannon, who wins this one tomorrow? Two of your favorites. I'm going to go to the Golden uh, 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 and, and AD. AD gets back in the, back in the swing of things. Yep. Uh, he's a little rusty. You expected that of a guy that's missed 20 straight mm-hmm. games. But I think he has his legs back on him a little better, and I think he plays even better than he played against the Spurs. LeBron gets back on track, shoots a high percentage, and I think they want a close ball. Mm. LeBron got this. Yeah. That's what I think. He should come out at Boston tomorrow night wearing a 98 jersey. There you go. Well, why not? Wear a 98 because you are number 98 now, right? Man, there you go. Isn't that your 2K? You ain't going to die. You ain't going to let no. this go. Well, well, he should have this. AD should have this. You've even got Hachimura. You, you got Man, stop saying Hachimura. I love Hachimura. <laughs> the, the point is you guys are a little better than Boston is playing right now. They yeah. just lost to the Knicks. They've lost twice at home right. to Orlando. How many monster games has Braun had at Boston? Yeah. The greatest game I ever saw him play was that game two that year. Going on well, you remember back. his last year in Cleveland. Yeah. He single-handedly got that team there, and they won in seven games, and that game seven on the road, Skip. Yeah. He had a monster game. Okay. All right, here we go again. Yeah. I got the Lakers. You got the Lakers? Yep. Yeah. I got the Lakers, too. Old number Great 98. show, gentlemen. <laughs> it is a jam-packed weekend of sporting events. We hope everybody has a fantastic weekend. We'll see you Monday morning. 